0: Hey! <laughs> How are you? I'm killing life. Yeah. How are you?
1: I'm killing.
0: Killing? <laughs>
1: like a villain?
0: <laughs> you mean chilling like a villain? No.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> killing like a villain. Okay. You know what? It's is the more violent it's, approach? It's been a long. It's been. It's
0: been a week. Yeah. Because we haven't seen each other for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway. (laughs) So. Hi. Hi. Let's. I'm Sarah. Oh, wait. We're. Oh, I'm Sade. Yes. And this is Trying to Make It to 30. Yes, it is. Our lovely podcast. Thank you for tuning in for episode two. Well. Part two.
1: Well, it's episode three, but it's two continued.
0: Yeah. Well, so wait. So what had happened was. (laughs) What had happened was we. We. Talked so much in depth about being Be- millennials that we had to split it because you yeah. would have been
1: listening to us talk and ramble for probably like four hours. Yeah,
0: four hours. We actually really overdid it. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> so this thanks is- for coming back.
1: <laughs> I am so proud of you for making it through <laughs> I'm our bullshit. So impressed. So impressed.
0: So you, you're a real one. Wow. For- Let's cheers che- for a real cheers one. To real
1: one. There you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Mm. Mm. Uh,
1: In case anyone's wondering, if you guys want me to stop doing this, this is fine. I just really enjoy wine. Um, We are drinking what I happen to pick up after work. Um, It is sweet and fruity rosé. American rosé wine. That's what it says. Uh, There's no... I don't know what this is. I just saw it was $7. I grabbed it.
0: (laughs) Is this one locally sourced too?
1: Yes. So this is from Elizabethville, PA. Oh, wow. I like drinking a lot of Pennsylvania wines. wines.
0: (laughs) A lot of the wines you're going to hear us drinking will be locally sourced.
1: Every once in a while, I might venture out. To be
0: bouger. To
1: be bougie, Or we might have to raid my father's wine cabinet. Who collects wine. He does. He loves drinking wine. And he has a lot of it. So sometimes I might venture out and then you might get something random. (laughs) But for the most part, if I am buying the wine, it Mm -hmm. is going to be
0: probably Pennsylvania. One, because they are cheaper. And we also support our local businesses. We
1: do. And I like a lot of Pennsylvania wines. Um... Although, next time I go to Newport, I got to bring you some of the wine from the Newport Vineyard. It is top-notch.
0: You know I love trying different wines. I know. We should go wine tasting. We should. I actually know a vineyard not too far from here.
1: I know several vineyards, because I... Well, you have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Let's call it what it is. (laughs) Wow. 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 Yeah, so I don't know what this winery is. I just know it's just sweet and fruity. That might actually be the vineyard. Um, (laughs) All it says is smooth, medium body, and grapey.
0: That's
1: all I got. Uh, It's 11% alcohol.
0: I mean, the last alcohol we drank was the Cotton Candy. The Carnival Cotton Candy wine. That was 12.5%. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I remember (laughs) that. (laughs)
1: I usually drink
0: it a lot. I love that wine. I think
1: the next, uh, the next one I'm gonna do a higher
0: percentage. A higher? Well, listen, <laughs> I think you
1: can only go up to like 13. I mean, have we hit 13 yet? Listen, there's probably actually some wine from like Italy or something that's like 17, but the ones that I usually get are like 13. Mm. I'll bring you my. I'll, I'll bring my favorite wine, and we'll we'll test it out.
0: All right. Well, we'll probably do that next week when we do our. Next episode, you want to do that? No, I want to do a fall one because it's fall, y'all. It's fall, y'all, and it's Sarah's favorite season. It's
1: literally, my favorite season,
0: not mine. But I, it's hers.
1: I am all for the um fall aesthetic, that oh. whole white girl fall thing. It's the yeah. it's it's the whitest I get out of the year.
0: Also, Sarah has convinced me to decorate for fall this year. Yes, we went. Wait, we went to Home Goods or Home, oh, Home, home Sense. sense.
1: No, we HomeGoods was too crowded. It was... Let's call it that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we went to HomeSense.
0: We bought some stuff. We did buy some stuff. We bought pumpkins. pumpkins. Well, I bought my first set of pumpkins. No, I bought you those pumpkins. So Sarah bought me my first set of pumpkins? <laughs> 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 Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck. Ah! <laughs> I... So Sarah bought my first set of pumpkins because she wanted us to match. I did,
1: and we have these really cute blue velvet pumpkins, and then she has this pastel pink little ones to go with it. And then yes. I have the teal; they're super cute. I got my
0: little like leaf lights on my. Like, I just I, I. It's really cute. She has fairy lights everywhere, pumpkin spice candles everywhere. I do. It's, I mean, there's that one corner of her room that does not have a fucking pumpkin. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, even, the hallway, um, has even the hallway has pumpkin.
1: I love decorating for fall. I love the aesthetic. I, th- you know, I, I just, I love everything about fall. I love all the holidays, and I just, I love it. It's about as white as I get. You know, it's really
0: funny. I never liked decorating for fall because I don't like orange. Until you show me. You don't have to have orange it pumpkins. Comes with other pumpkins. You can
1: have other colored pumpkins. I've seen
0: white pumpkins, checkered pumpkins, white blue, teal. Pink. Pink. You can have you Pink don't color. have to have the orange fall aesthetic.
1: I like the orange fall aesthetic, but you don't have to have
0: it. You- so to be fair, you don't only have an orange fall aesthetic. It's orange, there's white, there's gold, there's blue, yeah. there's purple, there's black. You are a dizzy bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a little bit of everything. I it's I, a
0: lot of it, everything.
1: I go hard for fall. We'll talk about that in another.
0: Episode. Yeah, we will discuss that further in the next episode. Yes. On how much Sarah loves fall. Um. But for this episode, we're gonna go in more depth about being a millennial. What that means to us. Some stereotypes. Some stereotypes that are hilariously accurate and An Id- inaccurate. Accurate. <laughs> yeah so yeah let's let's get going all right so that's will bring us into our first topic all right
1: so now let's talk about some millennial stereotypes
0: that may or may not be true
1: <laughs> well their stereotypes <laughs> are typically not true
0: yeah but i've actually read some that apply
1: oh have you <laughs> yeah um so the first one is that millennials are
0: slackers not true not true are we going to talk about why it's not true You should. It's not true because we are multitaskers and we don't like our time wasted. So how the hell could we be slackers if we're handling multiple things at one time and trying to get things done so it doesn't waste our time?
1: Um, You know what? I read this somewhere and I lost it. I'm
0: going to get it back. Like I said, I I know for a fact it's not true. We're doing way too much. We're trying to save the world. We are. How could you say that somebody who's trying to say the world I wonder, is a slacker?
1: I wonder if they are... Um,
0: Maybe because we use technology all the time.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Like auto-spell.
1: <laughs> probably because um, I think, too, a lot of it is they're saying millennials are slackers. We just have different values. Like, we just... Um, I'm so mad I saved this website that I wanted to reference on a another... Computer, wow! So a lot of people think um, that they're slackers, including some millennials. Um, here it is. This is why I should have put this in my notes, but I was trying to condense, and I'm sorry. So they tend to think that um, millennials are slackers because they um, think our culture's like revolves around like Facebook vacations and television um, binging. And that's why we've been branded as slackers. But wow. um, they are more specifically talking about how millennials ask for um, more time off and shorter work days or less workloads. Um, and they think that's a sign of laziness. But the truth is that the reason why millennials are doing this is because we have a higher value of work life balance. Right. So we seek, and that's because we're more conscientious of self-care, um, our health. So we see that as like, no, I'm not being lazy. I just know the value of a work-life balance. And I value having my free time as well as having time to like work.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that's why, um,
0: that we get that stereotype of being lazy, um, you know, it's funny because, like, at a company I used to work at, we had to sign a petition for better FMLA uh, mm-hmm. regulations because the FMLA was like, what, three weeks long? Mm-hmm. And that's for that's not even just the maternity leave. That's also like, if, like, let's say my kid had to get surgery, I only had like three weeks out of 30, 365 days to take care of them. Mm hmm. And then, God forbid, if something happens to my husband that I have no more FMLA right. to work with. Right. And that's terrible. It is terrible.
1: And, like, that's ridiculous if you think about it because it's, like, you have to take care of your family. But, like, millennials are, like, the first generation so far to really think that way. Like, yeah. We're the first one that are, like, we don't want to burn out. We're, we know that burnout is going to affect our workout. So we're trying to keep that by happening to make sure that. We take the breaks that we need, and that somehow to the older generation gets misconstrued and gets like told that, like, oh, you're a slacker.
0: also, the owner, the older generation has never heard of a staycation. Yes, you've been watching <laughs> TV. It's your vacation time you're using. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I may be slacking on my vacation, but it's called a vacation for a reason, right? It's called self-care. I don't
1: have to go some I'm not gonna lie like, Don't get me wrong, I love vacations. I love going out and traveling and seeing new things and getting that experience. I love it. However, sometimes that's just as much work. Yes, it is. As
0: going to work. Especially with kids.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't have that problem.
0: Well, I do. And trust me, it's just as much of a hassle as a full-time job. So... On vacation, you have to plan the itinerary and figure out what you're doing, when you're doing it. Itinerary. What you're eating... How Skyler's not going to get on Sakai's nerves because Skyler gets bored easily and starts to pick on him. See, That's bullshit. So, yeah. Sometimes your bid is all you need. No. And
1: <laughs> it's true, though. Like, I had to cancel both my vacations this year because of COVID. Yeah. And I was so upset. And I went to my boss and I was like, look, I put in a week off vacation in November. I'm not going anywhere, but I don't I don't want to come into work. I don't want to be contacted. I need a week off to just recharge. Normally I take off a week in October and do all those things with like friends and family, but I can't do that. So then I was like, you know what? I'll just take off in November while nobody else has off because it's right before Thanksgiving and nobody's gonna wanna so I have a week off. Oh my... wow, yeah. Yeah, so I have a week off in November now and he's like, Oh, what are you gonna do? I'm like, absolutely nothing. Yeah, we can schedule Friendsgiving. That yeah. I have one thing I'm doing. Boom. <laughs> we'll work on that. We're also gonna have to figure out Christmas and New Year's this year. I know. Yes. I have some thoughts on that. Um <laughs> Okay, so another stereotype is that millennials are entitled.
0: Um. Why is that a thought?
1: Um, I guess it's that idea of like, you know, we're entitled So the what it is is what may, like what's misconstrued as um, entitlement is actually an expectation. Um, so the article that I
0: I read like proper compensation
1: yeah so like the article that I read is specifically for work so you know they're talking about like they expect fair pay they expect um, a certain type of work environment and they expect a certain quality of work. And I think this translates, that also translates to life. I also expect a certain quality of life. I also expect a certain quality of like health care. I expect mm-hmm. a certain quality of like everything. So I think that translates to like, oh, you're you feel you're entitled to have that.
0: Yeah. And that's a misunderstanding completely. And it's like I want what I, I want the quality that I'm paying for.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: also want to be compensated for the work I'm putting in. And that's not entitlement.
1: Yeah, so, like, you know, as some a worker, my entitlement comes from I expect my job to understand that I want a work-life balance, to understand that I have a life outside of work. I expect, um, like, not that I would take it, but, like, you know, policies, like, you're getting paid overtime. You're getting paid a proper amount of time for actual maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Not that that affects me, but, like, you know, like... Maternity leave is a joke in the U.S. Like it is. It's what um two months, three maybe, depending on the company. Right. So like that, you're supposed to recover from pushing a beach ball out of your vagina in two. Not months. Not to mention
0: some women get cut open. Right. And can't hold their baby for like a week or two.
1: Right. Like that's ridiculous to me. So oh, like and we'll see
0: you back at work. Two right. Weeks after getting all that done.
1: And that's the thing about millennials is because we're so transparent and we're mm. we're outspoken. And we're going to say, hey, like, I don't think that's fair. Yeah. So because we're transparent and we set the standard for what we want, it's kind of seen as, like, being
0: entitled. Stupid.
1: Like, oh, you feel like you're entitled to have it. Yeah, I feel like this basic human quality of life issue should be an entitled thing that I get no matter what. It's so
0: weird that not everyone thinks that way, though. Right.
1: It's so weird. It baffles me that I have to explain to people, yeah, I feel that if I have, like, my wisdom teeth surgery, I should get at least a week off. No hesitation. Why is it a fight to have a week off for this? Why is it a fight that I have to do X, Y, and Z? Like, why is it a fight that I have to argue with my boss about taking a week off to go visit my family in another state because my aunt died or something? Oh God.
0: Oh God. Some of these companies have really like old, Like, I don't want to even say, like, policies or old mindsets. Like,
1: I'm like i glad. Like,
0: people back in those days, like, used to just roll over and do whatever their boss Mm -hmm. wanted them to do without questioning it. Like, well, how does this affect my family? Or how does it affect people around me? Me going to work all the time and never showing any type of, like, even, like, when women were staying home and not working. And, like, men were going to work all the time. They would come home and they'd be so frustrated with work. Someone will beat their wives. Right. You don't think that deserves some time off? <laughs> <laughs> like shit. It's not funny, but like,
1: damn. I'm I'm very lucky where the company that I work for is very understanding. They're very like, let's put our people first. And mm-hmm. I don't really have those issues. But that doesn't mean that there's still some there isn't some issues where I'm like, hey, like I have this concern and I get the runaround.
0: See, I didn't get to have that luxury. Every company I worked for, you were just a number. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't comply with what they needed you to do or when you had to show up, you were expendable. Right. Which is why I just was like, I can't do that anymore. I'm no longer an employee. That's fair. Yeah. It does not work for me. Um, I'm also not good with rules. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Another millennial stereotype is that they are ruining marriage. I disagree. I'm married
0: and killing it. You know, sometimes when I'm not, you know, sleep. Mm-hmm. Besides that, when I'm awake, I'm doing a great job. I just reorganized our linen closet, which, by the way, I should have taken a picture of. It's beautiful. Also, if you ask my husband, I'm a fantastic wife. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything, I am setting the standard or raising the bar marriages so fuck that stereotype
1: so you just finished talking about how you're killing marriage yeah but not in like the way that they mean you're killing marriage like you're like
0: killing it like a boss yeah like a boss so like couples counseling we've done that shit um parenting together killing that shit
1: so i think what they mean by they're ruining marriage a lot of millennials aren't getting married or they're getting married a lot later Like, if you think about it, a lot of parents of millennials were, like, married by, like, 21 or 22. My parents weren't. My parents waited later in life um, before they got married and had kids. But, like, a lot of millennial parents aren't getting married or were getting married by, like, 21, 22. Like, Like, Gen X or baby boomers by our age already had, like... A marriage and a kid by the time they were 27 or 28.
0: Hence me. Yeah. Married with two kids Well, by 22.
1: Well, I'm just like, hey, um, I didn't finish off a bottle of wine by myself last night. So you know what? Growth. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Progress. So I feel like that's the, like... Oh, like that's they're ruining marriage. I don't think they're ruining marriage. They just because we're frugal and we're more conscientious, we just don't see marriage the same way that boomers might have seen it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what? I feel like they saw it more as like a consummation to the relationship. Whereas these days, like, I know for me and my husband, we think of it more as, like, a business arrangement. Like, how does it affect our taxes? That's and, so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you have to think of it that way because you never, you don't even know that being married, you get a higher tax percentage. Right. Like, I'm in a tax bracket I don't want to be in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheers to marriage. Fuck that shit.
1: Um, so, another... um stereotype is they can't afford to buy their own houses which is fucking true
0: yeah i can't wait also it's not our fault
1: the economy is so fucking faulty right now right also if you think about it like so here's my thing about renting i do low-key kind of want to own a house one day But my reasoning is not what, like, most people are like, oh, that that should be your reasoning. My reasoning is that I want to be able to change it if I don't like shit. Okay. Without approval. Right. So here's my thing. Like, when you rent, and I've rented before. So, like, when you rent, you aren't allowed. Like, if you don't like the bathroom, SOL, like, you're stuck with that bathroom. If you don't like the kitchen... Unless you have those adhesive stickers to put on the back you're stuck with that kitchen. Like yep. you can't make changes
0: to your apartment. And if you do, you got to make sure they're reversible, right?
1: We're like, listen, I my dream house is very like simple, contemporary industrial. It yes, <laughs> contemporary industrial. Yeah, but. I really want to be able to have, like, a soaker tub and one of those really big showers where I can fit, like, three people. I don't have three people to shower with, but I, like, You have sure do.
0: <laughs> Me, Carly, you. Boom. Three people. Yeah, that's... If we like... all don't fit a shower or a bathtub together, it's not worth it. Right? Like, that... But I want to be able
1: to make that change. So, if I buy a house and I'm, like, I want to change this. Or I want to change the door. Like, I want to be able to change mm-hmm. that. So, like, I also... But everything else about owning a house, I don't care about. Like, yeah. I'm okay with renting because if something happens, it's not my problem. Like, my old apartment, if the, there was something wrong with the plumbing, I wasn't in charge of fixing that. That's true. That was somebody else's job. When we,
0: like, <laughs> I mean, unless you have to take a shit. <laughs> and it's backed up, what do you do?
1: Right, but like. Go okay, to Better, better. <laughs> better example when we had a um, rodent problem yuck I didn't have to pay for the exterminator yeah they were in charge of the exterminator like I like that if some like if my garbage disposal breaks my landlord just pays somebody to come fix it mm-hmm. but I also see like I'm I don't own that house and that's what sucks but but like I think renting is not like the end of the world
0: you know it's not the worst thing. But like from my experience, renting has its ups and downs depending on where you move. Like when I lived, I lived in the city for a little bit, right? And living there was like like a hassle because I had a kid, I had two kids at the time, and my neighbor had a infestation problem with bed bugs, and that came through their carpet to my carpet and created a bed bug problem in my apartment. And the exterminator that the company was hiring was not efficient enough with removing the bed bugs. Mm-hmm. So I had to hire a company, my damn self, because I refuse to throw in my furniture, even though I had to in the end. <laughs> so they got rid of it. Right. But, um, yeah, so, like, there's ups and downs to it. But, like, yeah, not having to take care of the stuff yourself, unless also, it's, they're cheap and raggedy. I don't want to mow a lawn. I hate lawn care.
1: <laughs> I know it's so trivial. I would rather own a condo than a house because I don't want to take care of a lawn. Okay. So yeah, my options are either find somebody to live with who is willing to do long care, whether that be a significant other or just a roommate, and then get a house, or just
0: don't mm-hmm. get a house. See, I want a house because I want my house to make me money. Like, if I buy a property right now, it's going to be like a multi-unit property, mm-hmm. which will still be apartments, and I'll have a management company manage the, par- the property, but I'm still going to own it and the rent will come to me. So that's like my first move to owning a house, but like a multi-unit thing.
1: That's Izzy. Yeah, I don't know if him. you can hear her. <laughs> I saw. I was waiting to see if her bark showed up on the little line. It's a little bark. It's a little guy. I don't know why she's barking. I maybe know, it's our pizzas. Is no, that it's quick? not here yet. I have the tracker. Yes, it's, oh. it's well, it's out of the oven right now. How dare they be so behind? But Izzy's excited. Uh, <laughs> you know, she just barks at everything.
0: She really does not. She's so sweet.
1: I love my dog. Yeah. I'm so mad I can't get her into my room to cuddle. She, like, sticks by my dad. So, another stereotype is we're obsessed with avocados.
0: See, I don't know. I love avocados. I can't speak for every millennial. But I think that goes towards being health conscious. Because... I was going to say that, but I was in the middle of a sip. And it has so many health benefits. (laughs) Really, We're really hitting on stereotype right now. Listen, it's not a true stereotype because not every millennial loves them, but every millennial should love them. Right. They're, like, amazing. Also, they're, um, I actually watched a documentary about avocados, which is Did you? really crazy because of the stereotype. I watched a documentary about how avocados are made and, like, how people burn other people's farms. So that their farm, their avocado farm, will make more money or reap the benefits from that other avocado farm not being in business.
1: Oh, my God. You got to not tell the millennials because then they'll stop buying
0: avocados. It's crazy. It's like drug smuggling.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to tell the millennials and they're going to stop buying avocados. No, they won't. Because because they also have
0: farmers who are legit. Ethically sourced. Yeah.
1: Fair Um, trade.
0: True shit. I love fair trade coffee.
1: Um, <laughs> we can listen I could talk about coffee all day too you um, could have an episode on it I really could just about fucking coffee um, so another stereotype is millennials are more focused on personal lives than they are on their careers which I feel like everything just falls mm. back again with like w- us wanting to have a work life balance and being more self conscious about our mental health
0: yeah I think that they're close But not close enough. Right. Like, they're just missing what the The point is. Yeah.
1: Which, isn't that what all stereotypes are? That's true. Like, how
0: black people like watermelon. Side note, I do not like watermelon. No? No.
1: I fucking love watermelon.
0: I like the flavor watermelon. I don't like the actual watermelon. The texture is gross to me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're just not eating good watermelon. No, I've, I've, I've tried so many watermelons. I don't, I don't really care for it. My kids love the shit. It's just so messy and, it,
1: yeah. I, the only thing I love more than watermelon is pineapple.
0: What's a stereotype for white people in food? Is it mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Do you like mayonnaise? I do like
1: mayonnaise.
0: <laughs> 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 I like but mayonnaise. It, but here's, here's the
1: question. Is it a stereotype? Wait, wait.
0: Is it a food stereotype or a condiment stereotype? I mean, it's a fucking stereotype, Sarah. Why do you have to be such... I think the like, food... Like, about avocados? That's a stereotype? I think the food
1: stereotype for white people is that we don't season our food. That's the stereotype. That okay. we like
0: unseasoned food. Your mom does season her food. Yeah. I don't know about you, my, but, I but my mom.
1: My mom was taught how to cook chicken by a black man, though.
0: Yeah, but you, what about you? Uh, me? I don't cook. I've never had your cooking, but I heard you do cook. You have cooked. I have. Carly told me. I do cook. I... But do you season your food the way your mom does? Probably because she taught me. Mm, we'll see. I Maybe mean... One day you'll cook for me. I mean, I don't cook a
1: whole lot of stuff. Yeah. My... I mean, so... It, my, the biggest thing I know how to cook and I know that I can cook it is scrambled eggs. And when I, <sighs> I know it sounds so basic, but I know I can cook that well. Are but they cheesy? Yes. Okay, then you can. So I those. put, I salt, pepper, cheese, a little bit of cream. Yeah, I know it sounds weird. A little bit of cream. And then I do, I said salt, pepper, right? You sure did. That's and the then, white standard. And then I do some oregano. In your scrambled eggs? Yeah. And then... (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? No, I want to have the rest. There seems to be more. And then sometimes, (laughs) like, depending on what I have, I'll do some dried rosemary.
0: In your scrambled eggs? Yeah. That's what's up. With some cheese. Wow. I want to taste them. Yeah? Yeah.
1: I don't have just oregano, though, so I've been using the Italian seasoning. (laughs) So I have Italian eggs... They're really good. I really should get fresh tomato and just like make an egg sandwich with like a fresh tomato
0: and mozzarella. Because then so they good. would be
1: Italian egg sandwich.
0: Yeah, that would be a thing if you actually tried it. Um, yeah. I want you to cook for me one day, and then we I can tell the podcast or our podcast family. I don't know what the fuck to call them. The thirties.
1: The <laughs> thirties. <30s? laughs> yeah. Um, how good am I cooking it? I'll make you squash
0: boats. Yeah, you should do that since you've never made it for me. But I've heard about them. Yeah,
1: Carly likes them. Yeah. I don't know why.
0: I don't know why either. I never, you know.
1: Salt, pepper, hummus, uh, cheese. You're digressing. Garlic and herb mixture. I don't think that's...
0: I don't think it's worth her praise. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just letting (laughs) you know. Um, I will take it.
1: So, moving... So, more focus on personal lives and their career... Mm-hmm. Um, can't survive a day without their phone. Nope, can't do it. Can't do
0: it. <laughs> also, but, on a help, a self-help, self-care tip, you should, I think, put your phone down for at least, like, eight hours out of the day. I mean, technically, I do that because of work. Technically, I do that because I sleep. Right. <laughs> here, here is the thing.
1: <clears throat> I... I feel like our phones have so much on them now. It's true. Be- I run a business through my phone. Because we're so connected with social media. We're connected through like texting and calling. Mm-hmm. I use like games. You can play games on your phone. Yeah. Reading. You can read on your phone. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I'm
0: on my phone a lot but there's so much on my phone. Well, not even that. Like think about in in more depth, right? So, Sky and Sky, my two sons, 5 and 4 or 6 years old, right? They both have phones. But both of their phones have educational things on it so that now their phone can be applied to homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And then also like I work through my phone and Ricky is editing videos and music through his phone where so everything is going through our phone. And then it translates to our computer.
1: Yeah, I think it's, like,
0: basically There's phones. more to it, and they don't understand I it. I think phones are basically mini computers now.
1: Pretty much. And that's what it's translates to. Because I think of all the stuff, like, I do on my phone. It's stuff I used to do on the computer. So, like, right. I feel like it's just transferred from one to another.
0: Like, if I thought about it right now, if I was in high school, with the advanced phone that I have right now, PowerPoints, research papers, mm-hmm. Excel papers... I mean, you know, Excel documents would have been a breeze.
1: Yeah, like I'm thinking about like... All I'd be on the
0: bus doing that shit on my way home.
1: <laughs> I feel like the stereotype's true. I can't argue with this. I feel like I can't survive a day... That one is actually legit. I feel like I can't survive a day without my phone. And I really think the basis for it, whatever the boomers think it is, I think like we have our own reasons. Let's just admit to that one. Yeah, It's true. I can't survive without my phone.
0: Also, like they don't understand what it is our phone does for us. So yeah,
1: I like they don't count. Listen, it has a calculator on it. I'm on it, it. Like cal- <laughs> a translator, it has everything I need. Units converter, <laughs> tip calculator. Yeah, it also <laughs> measures
0: my freaking floor plan out. Great, right, and
1: I can sit there and be like, measure this TV, make sure oh, it fits here. Like, yeah, uh, listen, it has. Who everything. needs freaking w- measuring tape? <laughs> Um, The next one is social media has turned millennials into a bunch of narcissistic or narcissists
0: constantly seeking validation. Not true. Are we a little more vain? Yes. Yes. But we're not narcissistic because we are aware of others. Speak for yourself. I, I will not ever speak for you when it comes to your ego.
1: That's true. If there's anything more important than my ego, I want it caught and shot right now. (laughs) <laughs> bonus points if you guys know where that quote's from <laughs> also, mad respect
0: also i want to let you know right now you're not narcissistic <laughs> that's true
1: uh why because
0: i'm compassionate fuck that you're not compassionate <laughs> at all no you're not narcissistic because you are hyper aware of those around you that's true so like when sarah calls me she's like hey Shaday." are you still coming over Friday? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, hey, would you like me to buy snacks or wine? (laughs) Or how would you like this to go? And like, whatever we do together, Sarah knows that throughout the week when I'm with my family, I am planning. So when I'm with her, I don't plan anything. Even though when Sarah's not with me, she still plans shit. So even when she's with me, she does not get a break.
1: Now, yeah. Um... That's called being not only
0: considerate, (laughs) But
1: selfless. That's true. And compassionate about you. No, you're not compassionate!
0: <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm so <laughs> compassionate. You're not. You need to know what compassion is! Yes, I do know what You've never shown me true compassion. You tell me to either get my shit together or suck it up.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Let's get through this because I think Pete's here. Um. So. <clears throat> Millennials were raised Wait, wait, pause.
0: Okay. Can we eat pizza and you read to me if we finish this? Yes. Ah! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds so so good. Pizza reading. Okay,
1: go ahead. I've been reading Sade, this book, Cinder by Marissa Meyer, which is amazing. I recommend it to everybody. It's a young adult, but it's fucking amazing. And the only way Shade will read it is if I read it to her.
0: Because she's going to read the entire series. I am. We're going
1: to read the entire series. And we're halfway through the book. And it's almost as amusing watching her reaction as it is reading it. Because she gets so intense. She has, like, several conspiracy theories. I do. And one of them came true. It's true. And it's just funny to watch her, like, unravel as... Like, she almost didn't want to record today because I was reading and she was like we can just do another chapter i'm like we're never gonna record if i read another chapter um millennials are raised in a world of participation trophies and expect rewards for every little thing that they do bullshit 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 i'm a competitive ass
0: bitch I really- <laughs> my kids don't get participation because- certificates they have to earn that shit and if they don't mommy kicks them in the dirt i don't give a fuck but here's the thing, though.
1: So, like, you're gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, we're raised in a world of participation trophies. We didn't set that standard. No, we didn't. It was your generation. Right? They so taught us. The boomers and the Gen X set that that stipulation up. I didn't ask for a participation trophy. Um, I didn't care for a participation trophy. Like, I nobody asked for that. Nope. You guys just set that standard. So I don't no. need a I don't want a reward for every little thing I do, but I want to be acknowledged when I do a hard work. Exactly. Like, when it's, I do a good job and I work hard, I just want somebody, I don't need a reward. I, I, just, want, yes, I just want somebody to say like, hey, I see what you're doing. Thank you. That's yeah. all I want. I don't need to be like, you're amazing, you're fantastic. I know I'm fucking amazing and fantastic, mm-hmm. but for somebody to be just like, hey, I see, I see what you're doing. It means a lot. It does. That's all I need. I don't need a trophy. I just want somebody to recognize when I put the extra effort in.
0: Yeah. That's all. Otherwise, you don't feel like it's worth doing everything you've done when you're not being recognized for it. Participation trophy. Right. Come on.
1: Like, so my friends know I'm very, I'm very committed to my job.
0: Very. Very. So committed. So I'm committed. I'm rate.
1: <laughs> That's not true. I rearrange a lot of things for you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um... But, like, you know, the fact that I put so much time and effort, like, to not be recognized, like, it it's, doesn't make me want to stay there. I mean, I do get recognized, which is why but I do if you stay did. there. But if I didn't, I wouldn't want to stay there. Like, why would I want to put my time and energy? Again, it's millennials not wanting to put their time and energy into things that are a waste of their time. Yes. So I think that's what it boils down to. Uh,. Another one is that they don't vote. So I grew up in a house where they're like, you need to vote. You need to vote. Voting's important. Your voice matters. And, like, so I do vote. But, like, I also see why they don't. Because, like, you know, there is that, like, stipulation of, like, oh, your vote doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. nobody cares. Like, it, the whole electoral college thing. The whole electoral
0: college. But, again,
1: you're also basing it on Florida. Off, <laughs> fucking,
0: fucking Florida. <laughs> fucking
1: Florida. Um. <laughs> not that we don't love people from Florida fucking Florida is a mess
0: um, you guys know you're a mess you guys know <laughs>
1: um, I'm not going to apologize for that I take that back <laughs> I stand in my firm belief I fuck Florida um, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: fuck Florida
1: <laughs> Florida is a mess Florida is a mess I mean, so, the U.S. is a mess in general. Yes, but like is. Florida. Florida is a different... I'm sorry, but the Florida Man Challenge, really? Really? Florida is on a different level. It's on a different level. Uh, you you know, you can't compare to Florida.
0: You really can't. And you
1: know what? Pennsylvania
0: itself is complete polar opposite.
1: But yeah. Florida.
0: <laughs> you know what? Pennsylvania is complete polar
1: opposite in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Like, you have two sides of a state that are... You go to Pittsburgh, it's a completely different world. Oh, yeah, they are... Compared
0: to Philadelphia. They're the Florida of Pennsylvania. I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I, had a family member, I have family members who lived up there who, I would say, are more dizzy than Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 Like, oh my god, life is a dream. <laughs>
1: I I love how Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love, but, like, don't fucking
0: go to Philadelphia if you want brotherly
1: love, because, like, you will get fucked. No.
0: Um, Go to to Harrisburg.
1: (laughs) There's nothing in Harrisburg.
0: (laughs) There's nothing, but there's also not fake-ass brotherly love. That's true.
1: It's brotherly love. Till you're a fucking asshole.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Which I feel like is acceptable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll accept that. we we're very tolerant of that. It's like, yo, you've been a fucking asshole. Yeah, well this guy did this. Oh, you know what? You right. you do you. You yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you
0: right. You're right. We're um
1: that. <laughs> Uh Okay. They don't vote, so I think a lot of it's just that mentality of our votes don't matter. They do if you vote. Local and small government, but again, we, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, I just don't like when you're uneducated about it. Yeah, like if you're gonna believe in something, that's fine, but at least be educated
0: about the other side. Also, if you are, if you are un- uneducated and you don't believe in the person who is running the country, make sure yourself you're educated about it. Because, like, I don't want to say that. I don't like so on and so forth and not know what they stand for. Right. Like, Or what they have or have not done. Right. So my
1: my whole thing, and again, I think that's why millennials value education so much Mm. because... Education is power. It is power. Um, And it's true. Like, the more you know, the more you can make a solid-based decision and be logical about it and make decisions that are not only good for you but for the people around you. Exactly. All right, the last one I have is that millennials are always offended.
0: Nope. No. We don't give a fuck about your opinion.
1: We don't. We just... <laughs> we don't. You know what it is? I don't give a fuck about your opinion, but if you're going to sound uneducated and stupid, I don't want to fucking listen to it. Yeah. Also, don't be mad for
0: when I come for
1: you for right. the,
0: with the facts that I have.
1: Right. So, like, again, and it's I think it's because we're transparent and we're mm. just very, like, Listen, if you want to believe what you want to believe, that's fine, yeah. but don't be uneducated. Like, when people sit there and they're like, oh, white privilege isn't a thing. It's like, you don't fucking understand what it is. I get so mad because people just aren't educated because then the examples that they are, and it's very self-like examples, are like, oh, well, I didn't get special treatment because I'm white. It's like, that has nothing to do with white privilege. Right. Like... You're talking about entitlement. Entitlement is different. Like, don't be uneducated in your assumption. Like, and I don't get offended if somebody's like, you know, oh, you're a snowflake. Whatever. Fuck you. I know or not. I just get upset when people are uneducated and you're like, well, here's what I think. And I think this because of the facts that I've seen through X, Y, and Z. And then they're mm-hmm. like, just ignorant and don't care to listen. Oh my gosh,
0: that's how I feel about like the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Call it what you will. Like I'm like, okay, Black lives matter, right? Mm-hmm. We're not like it's not like Black lives are equal or more superior. They just fucking matter. Like we exist, right? And then watching people who are like, all lives matter, and we're just like, <laughs> that's not what we're saying. Right. We're saying we want to be on the playing field. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah, so if they
1: all matter, then you shouldn't be upset when Black Lives say that they matter. I don't understand that logic. When yeah. somebody when I when somebody's like, "Oh, yeah, Black Lives matter." And then somebody else is like, "Well, all lives matter." It's like, "Yeah, that should be the fucking point, but it's not. That's why we have this." <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing.
0: However, based off of what is going on, that is right. not true. Also, I've actually I wanna state this. And I know it's not one of those like episodes where like social justice. But like next time someone says all lives matter, please and in- and in- inaugurate them into the movement. Oh well, if all lives matter, come watch with us. Yes. Come, come on. on. Great. Right. It's like Oh. And then we'll do it for the indigenous people of America. Right. and the LGBT community. And like, <laughs> the Muslim community. The like yeah, like the Arabians. The, the, like let's do The this. Asian community. The like, Jewish community. Right.
1: Like don't say like you cannot sit there and be mad about Black Lives Matter if you believe all lives matter. Because yes. last I checked. Black people are alive. Their <laughs> life matters, as far as we know, as as, based off the facts in front of me. Until proven otherwise, if,
0: yeah. <laughs> until proven otherwise, proven
1: otherwise. As
0: far as if I all lives seen, matter, so the black lives. Please do not be mad at that phrase,
1: right? Like you, you can't. And the fucking blue lives matter. Oh,
0: first. First
1: off, whoever said they didn't, I don't recall. I didn't, I didn't say police officers' lives don't matter. But. I am not saying we should just be okay with police officers dying or yeah. being shot or killed. However, however, you make a choice to become a police officer. Boom. You decide that that is your career path. Does that mean it's not dangerous? No. Does that mean your life matters any less? No. Does that mean that you should not also be protected? You should be protected. You should. should. However,
0: you can quit that. Last I checked, you couldn't quit being black. You sure can. (laughs) No matter how much you take a shower, no matter how much you use bleach in your home, you will still be black. Right. You can take that uniform off, walk the streets, and
1: nobody will know you're a police officer. Yeah. They don't know if you're black. They will know. They will know.
0: Shoot. <laughs> they, my <laughs> kids are half Hispanic and half black. Do you know what people see them as? Black. black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, baby,
1: you 100% black like, at this point. Sorry. Anytime you're a shade whiter than pasty, you're black. <laughs> <laughs> Darker than pasty. That's what I meant. Yeah. We got, I got Okay, I got okay. now. Like, I I just don't under... And this isn't us being offended. And this is why I pe- think people are like, oh, see, now they're offended. I'm not offended. You can come at me with your All Lives Matter, but you better have better fucking
0: facts than
1: All Lives Matter.
0: Yeah, if All Lives Matter, get on the picket line. Right. Like, okay, so then why aren't you upset about this? Yeah, that makes sense. All, Call... Listen. Don't, don't say All Lives Matter. And then, after saying that... Say, well, what about black-on-black crime? That's bullshit. What about white-on-white crime? Because that's still a crime. (laughs) White-on-black, white-on-white, black-on-black, it's still a crime. All lives fucking matter. Don't sit there. So it's a problem no matter how you see it. Don't sit there with black-on-black
1: crime. Yeah. You know why? Because you have more statistics on on black-on-black crime because there's heavier police rotation Mm -hmm. in black neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. That is why you have more that. Oh, my God. People are so fucking stupid. That is <laughs> that is why you have more cases recorded of black-on-black crime. You know why you don't have more cases on white-on-white crime? Because that shit isn't documented. Because it's
0: our not. neighborhoods are not as highly... Policed. It's just,
1: you, just... Also,
0: police on... Like, police over-policing black communities are just now being properly documented and properly recorded. So, like... It's not new, right. but we're just newly noticing it. Right. <laughs> and it's not
1: even newly noticing it. It's just it's getting more attention because again, you have the internet. You yeah. have social your media. Your phone. Your phone. <laughs> like anybody with a phone can record that shit now. Yeah, it's good for you. And you know, I it, that's the thing like this racism has not just suddenly shown up. It's always been there. We're just aware of it now. Yeah. And we're highly aware. Super aware of it. And it's like you know we have these these generations who are seeing it and like hey like that's fucked up we shouldn't be doing this
0: right so it's not that we're offended we're just properly educated because we want to be proper allies to other communities right so like if i see somebody who is disrespecting someone from the asian culture hell yeah i'm going to say something because i'm not offended I'm just educated enough to know that I should support my fellow community. Because all lives matter. All <laughs> lives
1: fucking matter. And right now, we're focusing on the black lives. Yeah. And when we're done, we'll focus on the other ones. Or, you yeah. know what, let's multitask. We're multitasking. Trust me, we have a long fucking list. We, and have... we will hit every
0: last one. And,
1: you know what, we're multitaskers. So, you know what, we're working on black lives. What? What's another one we can work on? LGBTQ? Yeah, let's work on that at the same time. We're working on a lot. So, it's like, you know... I'm not offended. I'm just not willing to waste my time listening
0: to your bullshit. Yeah, we don't accept bullshit no more. Like, previous generations accepted it because they did not educate themselves. They did not question the authority. They did not step up for other communities. They just stayed in their bubble so that they can make their way through their nine-to-fives and their everyday lives and their picket fence. But, unfortunately, millennials don't tolerate shit. <laughs> you yes. don't have the patience. We don't no. have time. I got shit I got to do. I got to try and figure out how to
1: fix the fucking recession so I feel comfortable having children in the future. Period. Like, that that's where I'm at. Yeah. Because I don't feel comfortable bringing a child into this world until shit's fixed.
0: And I don't see it being fixed. So I guess I'm just not having children. Children are expensive.
1: They are expensive. You I have can't. my
0: children. <laughs> okay. Children are fucking expensive. And I'm like, I want more children, but I need to make sure I can pay for their tuition as well as the tuition I currently have to pay for these two kids. That's a lot of money. Three kids. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but guess what? I can afford the ones I have now. I cannot afford another another one. Yeah. And what if you have another Sakai? Listen, Sakai is a beautiful child. I love him with all my heart. However, however, <laughs> he is so much. He, is, he is so much. I just want a girl. I don't think Sakai will handle not being the baby anymore. I don't think so either because he still cuddles like the best little baby he can be. That's true. He is such a great cuddler. <laughs> he's so sweet. He has my stinker butt. <laughs> 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 but he's also really aggressive. So, like, he's, so- <laughs> he's a sour patch kid. <laughs> sour sweet. That's him. The sour patch kid.
1: And that's all I have and my my long list of notes.
0: Awesome. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Dude, I completely put what I had to add after each bullet point. Good, good, good. All right. Thank you for tuning in with us on our technically third episode, just part two to our second episode. Also part two of us just rambling on and on about being a millennial and how unfair it is. and How unfair and technically fair? Technically fair? But you know what? Also, mind your business. Also... (laughs)
1: Social injustice. Fuck the patriarchy.
0: Also, educate yourself. Education, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. The more you know, the more you know. know. <laughs> Show your age, Sarah. Show my
1: age, millennial. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's talk about reading Rainbow next.
0: <laughs> I caught the reruns.
1: <laughs> um yeah so thanks for joining us yeah honestly uh,
0: you've been a trooper yeah
1: really uh i hope you find us as um
0: entertaining entre- as
1: we find ourselves yeah i find us i really
0: hope if you're not
1: driving you're at least drinking with us
0: also if you're driving please don't drink with us yeah well, I <laughs> if you're not driving i just want to make sure that was very clear yeah, don't drink and drive kids we care about you we do um, yeah, because we got to sober up so
1: we can drive home.
0: No. Oh, I guess so, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for joining us. Uh, our next episode is going to fall right before Halloween.
0: Yes. Oh, it's going to be about fall.
1: So we're going to talk about fall, y'all. <laughs> so it's going to fall before Halloween. It's going to be about fall. and We're going to talk about fall. Fall and maybe some Halloween stuff and, you know, what it, you know, let's, Let's just talk about fall, y'all.
0: She's saying, you know, because she hasn't written the outline I haven't.
1: I really have. I got to sit down and figure out what we're going to talk
0: about and... That's her job. How we're
1: going to digress from that.
0: She's the writer. (laughs) How we're going to digress. We need to actually make a limit for where we digress. You know what? We can try. We can try. We digress so much. I'm so sorry, guys. If you have a problem with us digressing as much as we do, let us know. Sarah will work on that. We'll
1: you know, you can let us know. I can't promise anything. Honestly, I feel like you should just accept
0: it as part of our charm. Yeah, it's charming. <laughs> yeah, Sarah can never stay on topic. I can not believe the words <laughs> that are just coming out
1: of your mouth right now.
0: Um, I'm always on topic. Yeah? yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I like your candles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like when you don't lie to my
0: face, but (laughs) here we are. Here we are. Here we
1: are. You love Um, me. So yeah, if you enjoyed this and enjoyed us, please join us next time. Yes, for our next episode. Where we will ramble and digress
0: again. Because that's what we do best. Best. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks
1: for listening to... Trying Trying to to make make it to to 30. 30. Our cover art is made by Carly Simone and our sound mixing is done by Ricky Vasquez.
0: Check us out on Instagram and
1: Twitter at TTM30podcast. If you have a topic or drink suggestion or just want to say hi, please email us at TTMT30podcast at gmail.com.
0: If you enjoyed our alcohol-infused tangents and would like to hear more, please find us on any podcast streaming app available.
1: And if you really like us and want to hear more, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks again, and
0: join us next time as we talk more about trying Trying to to make make it to 30. 30.